Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Either way, it is 6.51. I'm Howard Feldman. It is Women's Day. So I was telling you earlier, uh, we were talking a little bit about the history of Women's Day. And, of course, that's about a women's march, the Great Women's March of 1956. And that was a march to the union buildings to protest against the carrying of passbooks. An incredible, actually an incredibly brave, courageous Act by women of the time and uh, something that needs to be admired. But have we, have we retained any of that, the real essence of Women's Day, or have we lost it in, in commercialism and political correctness? Sarah Gon, she's the, an author. She's the host of the IRR show on Hive M. Sarah, very good morning. Thanks for joining us. So bright and early. How are you? I'm, I'm well, not so bright perhaps, but <laughs> certainly well. All right, you know, 50%, it's still a pass in South Africa. Um, even 33% is, so, so we're fine. Um, the, let's, let's just talk about the concept of Women's Day because the history of it is actually quite incredible and worthy of mm. celebration, in my view. My concern mm. is uh, what's happened to it today. Give us your perspective. Yeah, I, I agree with you absolutely, uh, Howard. I, th- I think your your reference to it being an act of bravery uh, is is absolutely correct. I mean, I gather there were be- bet- estimated between ten and twenty thousand mm, women mm. who went on this march, and it might have been, you know, I suspect police action might have been invoked, but they were probably startled by the fact that the participants were all women, um, and so it, it it really does have some. A, a huge role in our iconography, but I I do not believe that we should have a public holiday for it. I think it can be commemorated without it, and it it wasn't in effect one of those turning points that something like uh, Sharpeville or the seventy six riots were. So I. I I'm not a great fan of too many public holidays, the best of things. But I also there's an element because it's 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 intended to encompass women's rights, women's struggles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I I we I think the term patronizing probably covers mm. it because mm. we have a, a ministry that looks after the issues of women, youth, and the disabled. And that immediately suggests, and the particular pickup of half of the population of South Africa as somehow needing affirmation, I guess, um, because they are, you know, they, they have all these issues that, that, that are unresolved. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't resonate well with me. So it's interesting because even the concept of saying women, Children and the disabled, you know, mm. it 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 almost implies children being young and um, needing some form of guardianship. Uh, the mm. dis- disabled, mm. obviously, living in uh, with 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 a difficult disability. So, and mm. women. So, what does that what does that mm. say about women? Is that uh, they are either not fully functional? Or right. they are in need of guardianship like children. So even, even the, even the, the nature of the ministry, I would imagine is, is a little problematic. Well, I think the, the, the problematic nature of the ministry is compounded by the fact that uh, Dr. Nkosazanet Lamini Zuma is the minister. And I don't think, um, she, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see her as the sort of caring type, shall we say. Right. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah. you know the the thing is that. The, as I say, we are just over half of the population of of, of the country, um, but we have huge issues to deal with that have to be dealt with on an ongoing basis, and there are ways of bringing them to the fore um, over various times. I mean, we do have issues of gender-based violence. Shocking. The, still the largest AIDS infection rate in the world. Things like gr- real problem is teen pregnancies. Mm. Now, there you have a situation, you have men not, Young men not taking responsibility. Mm. So, uh, pregnancies result in, in young women uh, giving up their education. You have the, the awful situation of blessers who may impregnate a, a mm. 12-year-old girl, mm. but mm. nothing happens because the family is protected by him financially. Um, and it's an awful situation. And the answer, of course, to that is much, much broader. It affects the whole society, and that is growth. And mm-hmm. with growth, jobs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, because so families wouldn't you, be in that desperate need to, exactly. to, you know, to compromise in such a an awful way. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I, I think, you know, I don't think that Women's Day per se, other than the commemoration, historical commemoration, I don't think Women's Day has any impact. I think naturally most of our public holidays. Uh, Justified or not, um, are not really observed by people. Particularly, historic historic holidays tend to resonate with more or less with different groups of people. Mm. It's not mm. bad or bad; it just is what it is. Mm. And frankly, we have a situation where we do not need a day off to, you know, to disrupt the the economy any further. Insofar as I feel a, a, a day should be dedicated. I think they should do it like they do in America. They make it the first Saturday or the first Sunday of a month of, of the month of August or whatever it may be. But I think the disruption is it's it's, harmful. Mm. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong. Um, and and I think I think I mean women do need men to help them um, overcome some of the difficulties, or they do need to include men because men may, in circumstances, be the problem. Absolutely, those are big fights, and they are ongoing. Um, to to sort of this holistic look at women as a whole. Um, so it's I, interesting I because a couple of years ago uh, I did a uh, I was running a, a program at, at at one of South Africa's one of the larger public companies, and it was all about focus on body language training and and uh, one of the areas that we we got into was the way that women are often treated in the workplace uh, mm-hmm. on, on on that level. So for example, a man coming up to a woman, broad shoulders, putting his, you know, pushing his body into her space, uh, quite dominant in in that way. How to deal with that? How to deal with women uh, from certain cultures, from a, a religious Jewish culture, Muslim culture, um, uh, African culture, where where they might not want to shake hands or look at a man in their face? Is that perceived as them being dishonest? How to deal with those sort of things? And following that, we did quite a lot of work on that. I, I, I had some interesting ideas and learnings from it. I wrote an article on it, but a number of publications wouldn't publish it because they didn't want a man to solve the problem, in inverted commas. It had to be solved by a woman. So I couldn't, they wouldn't even publish it. And and I thought to myself, well, isn't this part of the problem? Because surely you want to engage the, the very people who are behaving in this way. No, that's absolutely correct. And I mean, if I look back, I mean, I started my career in 
sort of the bad old male chauvinistic days. Yes. And, and I experienced some of the cliche sure. negative events that one would imagine with that. On the other hand, I also had the mentors that made a difference to my career advancement and my own development. Yeah. Were men. They could have yeah. been women, but they happened to be men. Right. And, and I think that the, that, that sort of stratification of women on the one side and men on the other doesn't solve no. pressing problems. We have all the laws available, um, particularly in the workplace uh, regarding, you know, challenging discrimination or any of those issues. Those are there. There's nothing, there's really not more one can add on that, on that score. However, it doesn't, they don't necessarily take into account, as you say, the, the the culture. It won't always solve the problem. All it does is show that the laws are there and can be used and are good. But like everything in life, it's it's always more complicated than that. Sarah Garner, thank you as always, author and host of the IRR show on High FM, giving us her perspective on Women's Day. Does the day have significant meaning uh, or should and uh, should it be a public holiday at all? I'd love your thoughts and reaction on 34519 or 0618951019. 7 o'clock, good morning.